come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for looking on our pastor and his lovely wife and encourage their bodies to heal in the name of Jesus. We thank you that they both are on the men and anyone else who may be sick. Just ask that you heal their body because that's what you sent your son for. And we have a responsibility to keep ourselves and not put ourselves in harm's way when it comes to anything, whether it be food or not having on enough clothes or wearing a coat or whatever it may be. We just ask that you guide us and direct us as only you can. And we pray in your precious son Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening. Um, thank you for bringing me. <laughs> I, I, I thank the Lord for Vicki. I really do because I am old people, Letty, and she comes by and gets me <laughs> and brings me. And I just thank God for having that. She's a blessing in my life. One of my children, because she's the age of one of my children. So, yeah, because Daylene just turned 55 Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go to Isaiah 54, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And the living says, but no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall show to be in the wrong. This peace righteousness, security, triumph over position is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, those in whom the ideal servant of the Lord is reproduced. This is the righteousness or the vindication which they obtain from me. This is that which I impart to them as their justification, saith the Lord. And my title, God loves me, and I know he loves me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And sometimes that can be hard to accept. I know it was when, well, like when pastor started calling me Mother Henry, it was like, wait, no, uh-uh, because I didn't feel it. And sometimes I still don't feel it, but I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The commentary in, in my Bible, uh, Isaiah 54, says, this chapter has a very personal, long, neglected, and often overlooked message for women. The lonely, the disappointment, disappointed, the childless, the widow. It has all the glorious confidence and assurance, the incentive and understanding of which feminine hearts have longed throughout the ages. God's got the answer to everything. I don't care what position you may find yourself in or what position you're in. I believe if you 
study your word and you pray, wherever you are, he will bring you to where he wants you to be because he's got a purpose for you. You're just not here flopping around. You didn't have a conversation like Pastor often says, I didn't order me because I would have done it totally differently. But I just woke up one day and found myself here. And actually, when I woke up, I was almost 40 years old, and I was at House of Prayer. That was 35 years ago. But I had no clue, didn't know what saved was, didn't know what my spirit was. I knew something talked to me every now and then, but didn't really pay too much attention because when you don't know, you don't know. But I thank God for House of Prayer. I thank God for Pastor Gridiron. I thank God for Minian. <laughs> because these two people have taught through thick and thin. Now it's up to me to receive, but they teach. We, we don't get blanket over, washed, whitewashed, or whatever. We get the word, and it's up to you to pick it up and continue on. The Bible provides all that we need to go through life. You wonder why people, people are dying left and right right now. And that's not my business. My business is to be ready to go when it gets to be my turn to take that ride. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I am skilled in an area, one area. The rest, the decisions aren't <coughs> right unless I am checking in and say, okay, this sounds good, it looks good, I think I might want to do this. What do you want me to do? And that's my responsibility at every turn to find out what he wants me to do because I'm not capable and I've proved that many, many times. I can look back at the wreckage and just say, thank you, Jesus, because I made mistakes. And going forward, I may make some, but I know that he's going to be there because he loves me. He created me, so he's there for me. Everything that I go through, he's right there all the time. Psalm 119, 165, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Okay, I don't like that scripture because a lot of things offend me, but I have to suck it up and do what the word says. It, it says that I will have great peace and ain't nothing gonna offend me. So whatever you may have to say or don't like or whatever, it's my responsibility in response to have great peace and not be offended. I don't care what's going on. Jesus provided the way. He died for me. I, I ain't bleeding nowhere. I haven't been whipped unduly because whoever did whatever they did, and we all know that, he wasn't deserving of that. I'm deserving of getting whipped. I'm deserving of getting bloody because I haven't always followed the word. But even that, God covered me. He said, I'll put it in the sea of forgetfulness. Just walk right from now on. And like he told the, the woman, you know, go and sin no more. He told me that too. So that's my responsibility to keep 
Frances Elizabeth in check. And by the time I finish doing that, I'm tired, very tired. Nothing will offend me. Isaiah 26, 3. He's keeping me in perfect peace. He's keeping me in perfect peace. When I deviate from the path that he's told me to walk and say, wait a minute, I got this. You sit over there, I'll be back. Then I'm not in perfect peace. I'm in perfect chaos. And I can do that to myself. And I do do that to myself if I'm not in my word. He woke me up this morning. He didn't wake me up so I could give him direction as to what I want to do today. <laughs> and sometimes we can do that. But I figure I can turn on the TV. There's enough chaos on the news. There's enough chaos that comes to my mailbox. There's enough chaos when my phone rings. Grandma, no. <laughs> Have you prayed? But what am I going to do? You're going to pray? But Grandma, no, 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 no. And I finally got through to one of them. I can't even direct me. How am I going to tell you what to do? I'm, I'm not feeling what you're feeling. I don't really know what you're going through. You can tell me, but I don't feel it. So you talk to the one who feels you, as they say sometimes, you know, I, I ain't feeling you. I, I don't feel you. I have absolutely no idea because I could walk up and slap Letty and she'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but I could slap Dr. Thomas and she'd find a way to say, well, what is wrong with you? <laughs> My point, we all do things differently. We all accept things differently. You know, Kevin jumps on me in choir and he'll say, you know better. Are you listening? I could be offended, but you know, like God tell him, no, I'm I'm old and I I don't I don't hear everything all the time and I'm so sorry. Please excuse me. And then I laugh about it. But it's my attitude that I have to keep adjusted. You know, my attitude, the way I look at things, and I'm supposed to be looking at things through the eyes of Christ. Amen. Um Going to Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 3 through 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Okay, I'm already blessed. Now, it's for me to find out what these spiritual blessings are. According as he has chosen us from before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and without blame before him in love. So I didn't order me. I didn't say, okay, I want to be brown. I want to have brown eyes. I want to have a head full of gray hair. I, I want to be this tall. And, and I didn't do any of that. I just woke up one day and found myself here. The decisions that I made prior to waking up in Christ, all of them weren't good, but those were consequences of my decisions, things that I decided I wanted to do without checking in with him. But I didn't know to check in with him, but that's not the point. The point being, he loves me, and he straightened it out. And he's still straightening it out. There was a family situation that just happened in December. 
57 years. So if you haven't gotten your breakthrough in the last two days, 57 years, he is working. He is always working. And what was going on, it was a process. It's a daily walk. It's not you're going to just get everything you want when you want it. We're not microwave. We're in God's timing. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the his according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. I got everything I need. I, I don't need anything except to say, Lord, what do you want me to do now? Is this where I should be? Is this what I should be doing? Because I have no problem calling on him, thanking him for protection, thanking him for running up and down the highway like I do, keeping my car. My engine light came on in my car. There was absolutely no reason for it. I said, Lord, you know what's going on. I have absolutely no idea. I had things to do. Roy had jobs that he had to do. Paso Robles, Solvang. <laughs> engine light was on. My mechanic was on vacation. And it was like, Lord. And I was coming to um, Bible study. Vicki was out of town. Got in the car, turned on the engine. Engine light was gone. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, and, and that's a big deal to me. It may not be to somebody who can get under there and tinker or whatever. That's a big deal to me. Thank you, Lord, because he does big things for me. I, I'm standing here, and I remember, what, 11 years ago now. I was in the hospital. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him every day. I thank him every hour. I don't have any set time to pray. I just pray. I wake up, I lay in my bed, and it, it phone starts ringing. <laughs> but I can even do that graciously. What you doing? I'm laying here praying. Can I help you? <laughs> well, I'll call you back later. Okay. I don't hear from them later, but they didn't need nothing anyway. Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Okay, that's not instantly. That's not right now. It is as you go. Like the blind man was healed as he went. And as we go on this journey that God has provided for us on a daily basis, get in a hurry. It might be 57 years before you get something done. It doesn't have to be, but God's timing, whatever he has, that's what I want. God bless you.